listening to the Fort Brock's Crypto Podcast, and for today's episode, we're super excited, aren't we, Brandon? Co-host Brandon Don Heath, not Brandon Heath, not to be confused with the country musician. We're excited for today's guest, are we not? Yeah. This is Raven Dave and Andre Mirapolsky. Uh, Raven Dave is a creator. Andre Mirapolsky is a famous uh, artist, and together they have put together an NFT series that they've dropped. And we get to hear the entire process, the experience, and it's exciting to see everything behind the wizard behind the curtain, really. So let's get into it. In full disclosure, Fort Brox, we are not wealth managers, financial advisors, CPAs, or lawyers. It's important for you to know that because, well, this is cryptocurrency and we don't want to get in the crosshairs of the SEC. So please know that going into it. We do not give investment advice. We are merely sharing our experiences to, you know, hopefully help you um, along your crypto journey. All right. We are joined today by two very special guests. It's going to be the best episode ever because we always bring you the best episode. Every episode is the best episode. And these are special, special guests. So we have, I know, beep, boop, boop, boop. Uh, we have Raven Dave, and he brought along somebody super dope. Yay. Please introduce yourself, sir. I'm, I'm the shark man, Andre Mirapolsky. Great to be here. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate Thanks for you coming, coming, man. It's a yeah. pleasure, yeah. man. It's a beautiful day in L.A. today, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. always a beautiful day it's in L.A. Well, when yeah. is it not a beautiful day in L.A.? That's why, you know, people That's live out here. I came here, right? Yeah. yeah, it was 84 degrees in January the other day yeah, yeah, in yeah. Hollywood. So there you go. Yeah, amazing, man. La La Land. Yeah. So, Raven, yes. tell us, what got you into crypto? Oof. Living in New York City back in, I don't know, 2013, I think. Yeah. You know, um, but it was difficult, I think, when when the whole thing kind of emerged, right? Like... You had to be a bit of a hacker. You had to be able to access, uh, you know, beyond just whatever the interfaces are. Um, and on top of it, I think crypto was quickly banned in, in Manhattan um, okay. because it posed a threat, I believe, to Wall Street. And so they made it even more difficult. And I even think to, to, to today, right, if you're a Coinbase holder, like you can't actually buy on Coinbase or any exchanges in Manhattan. Maybe they changed that. I haven't I think, been there. Is the mayor like into crypto now? Yeah. He's going to be doing a whole thing with crypto or something? Well, as of, I guess, January 1st uh, in 2022, uh, you know, New York City's now becoming crypto friendly. But prior to that, though, it was it was never. Yeah. Um, yeah, there, we're going to put that in the show notes. Yeah, for some sure. Links to that, well, yeah. I mean, I just heard that, and I didn't know this, but there are some crypto on like Binance you can't use in Texas. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm like, oh, I, and Binance just got shut down across Europe, and then there's another one that's getting frozen today. I just saw on 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 the wire. Yeah. Um. So it's it's a pretty crazy space, right? Um, yeah. I think you know, jump forward to 2016, we applied for uh, incub incubator. Um. I think it was Grand Central Tech, okay. and. You know, finally sat down with the guy and a friend of mine. She was she was uh, helping, uh, you know, consult or or what or whatnot. And and so I sat down with these young kids. I mean, he was 25, 26 and part of this family that basically owned a bunch of real estate around Grand Central Station. And Facebook had just uh, left or was moving their headquarters. 
And so the strategy from what I was told or understood was that they're gonna, you know, they're looking to start incubating these crypto, you know, potentially companies that, you know, ICO'd and, um, but- Which means initial coin offering. Yes, so that was kind of in the boom, like 2017, right? So this was prior to that, 2015, 2016. They took about $24 million, created a fund, Facebook's leaving, they said, oh shit, this is gonna be a problem. How do we protect our interests? Well, let's make this crypto alley was the idea. And oh, the idea cool. is from Grand Central Station to Union Park or Union Square, excuse me. That's <laughs> you leave New York for a moment, all of a sudden you start losing it. Um, so that alley right there would be along Park Avenue um, and would be the crypto central, you know, alley in the future. Right. And that would protect the real estate investment around uh, Grand Central Station and keep the real estate there, you know, valuable. Yeah. So now fast forward seven, eight, nine years later, you know, I think that's happening. Um, but at the time when we sat down, you know, I had this huge music platform idea and he said, you know, that's great, but it's just not there yet. We're not there. So keep studying, uh, look into distributed ledgers. Not everything has to be on the blockchain and, you know, couple years either come back or you guys will figure it out and we'll never talk again you know so that was kind of like my intro to crypto and at that point you know it just kind of then submerged and and it really kind of reemerged last year in 2020 or in the pandemic you know currencies are still pretty pretty cheap um you know, so you just start to, to, to invest. And I mean, honestly, the easiest way was Coinbase. Like I know everyone hates on that, but it was just the simplest way to go through, connect to my bank account, buy some crypto and, and just kind of go through that initial trading thing that everyone, I think that's a human does. And, you know, either probably loses a bunch of money and, you know, that's, and that's kind of a question that we ask everybody is what was that turning point for you? And we're going to, ask you your, what got you into crypto but what's the turning point for you raven that your trust factor was like okay i'm gonna believe in it enough to buy some i i knew i knew that this is the future since then yeah. it was literally i think it was a bit of just a technical limitation that i had with getting the wallet installed and and it, and and even then like i knew it i knew it but i i, I don't think there was i think it was just literally like wake up one day and suddenly decide that this would this this is this is just do it you know and and start off with like 100 bucks and then you know from there it starts to creep on you and then all of a sudden once it starts to go and and then (laughs) you get fired you know like these wild swings and like you get bit by the bug yeah you get bit by the bug you know but then you're like i need to know more information yeah i need to really know what's going on i remember this before but let me and and so then you start to go down this this rabbit hole um and then nfts just you know you knew what they were before um probably should have got more heavily involved when it was in new york but at that point we were so deep kind of researching it and just focused on the music aspect and everyone's like dude music is like 10 years away and here we are now and people are like oh music is like you know maybe uh this year oh maybe next year uh yeah it's just like five years well yeah you need more utility you can't just sell music you know and you're like ah yeah the music thing so yeah 
so yeah, man, just got bit bit by I'd say the last year, year and a half, it's been a crazy ride. And then just a deep dive and study with the NFTs and, and that's how Andre and I cross paths. Yeah. Um but so I tell think us more about has the yeah. has a COVID time, has that helped all of this with people being at home or watch looking at their being on the computers more or anything? It's it like, helped us. That's yeah. what made it, us get yeah. heavily into mining last the way it year did. And a half. Yeah, really? yeah, we had more time. Right, right. More time to get creative, right? So there's a reason. That's a silver lining. <laughs> well, that, that's yeah. what sped it and, up, right? Like and where people, we are now, I think right. probably wasn't predicted or scheduled, right? Scheduled, yeah, whatever to happen until 2023, 2025, right. like yeah. that period. But now all of a sudden, everything got moved up by about two years because there's such a long period of time that we had you know such a shared experience so at some point there's going to be a crack and, global and that crack was yeah. well, but actually anything using a computer i mean amazon everybody that has anything any services remember Fortnite? All their travis scott dropped through the roof oh yeah and yeah. it was yeah. well it was streaming yeah. uh right. video streaming, video streaming. conferencing and right. then ultimately uh audio right, right. audio not only pod, podcasts have been around for well, 20 clubhouse. years Right, yeah, but then having off. a live podcast—that's right. that's what the the dynamic changes when you can suddenly do live podcasting, quote unquote podcasting, but in a live uh, shared experience where people can now instantaneously tap in and, and interact and share stories, and there's no mm. limit on the number of people that can actually interact. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. wild. So Andre, so Andre, so yeah. tell us a little bit Think about little your bit story because too. there's plenty to unpack here with both of you. What got well, you into crypto? Well, for... I just, I, you know, I just preface. I have to preface that I'm a lay person here, technologically. Okay. So I'm, I'm, I consider myself getting my involvement with crypto. Um, you know, I was basically hearing the name crypto, and now it's the name crypto is going to be on staple x staples. I mean, it's yeah. going to be crypto.com, big, big, big. Yeah. You know, so it's been in there. You know, it's been wandering around in the brain. But, yeah. la but last year, I, I, whatever, I, I was seeing NFTs and I was seeing the artwork. So what kind of got me into the NFT thing was, was the artwork, seeing, seeing here and there, seeing other artwork. And, and a lot of the, the samples that I, I seem to be picking up on, even though now that I've gotten deeper into it, there's a huge variety, obviously, of, of artwork in the NFT world. But a lot of it that I've seen has been kind of character driven to me. Um, kind of that cartoony, a lot of, yeah. a, lot yeah. of a lot of monkeys, a lot of apes, <laughs> monkeys, cyber monkeys. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm big into the cats. The cats. Yeah. There you go. Like one of my Animals. one of my yeah my avatar on Twitter is a little hissing cat. Yeah, yeah. That I bought, right. which is fun. <laughs> so there, it's a, I'm, it, yeah, it's an animal farm out there yeah. in the NFT world. So I I in throughout my artwork, I, I I've over the years I've I've, I've had little animal characters to symbolize this symbolize that whatever but mostly the shark well right? the shark became a huge uh how which is a story in itself and god only i'm still i'm still trying to to sort out that story and now unpack that, it yeah. now that the sharks i believe are destined yeah to, to they were destined for this platform and anyway so i've been i've been doing this shark character for a little over 20 years and its evolvement from not wearing sunglasses—well, originally not wearing sunglasses—to where I did a a, a a a mural for a big Hollywood director uh, back in two thousand six, and this mural became the sharks coming up out of the ocean and 
attacking and eating Hollywood. Oh, yeah. And I thought those sharks, because they're eating up Hollywood, they have to have sunglasses. And then, you know, thinking about Swimming with the Sharks, which was a famous movie and book about the Hollywood, you know, the whole shark, the agents and producers, all the sharks. So that was originally part of, that became my L.A. shark thing. And, uh, but all, all of my, the shark character between, between the, uh, the sunglasses and the smile, it, I, I felt was creating some kind of an ironic smile. Um, a feel-good shark that still has teeth to it. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so, I, so I, 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 and I have a big mural. I live at the brewery. Both Dave and I, we both live at, the, which is part of our story, that we live at the brewery. And uh, the brewery is a, a, the large, is a large artist creative community in the whole yeah. country. Yeah. It's the original brewery site of Los Angeles going back to what the mid 1800s or something. Yeah. And um, so the line I use about the brewery, this is like, God, man, this is like so dates me, but the line that I use, it's like living in a Rolodex there. Yeah. <laughs> People don't even realize <laughs> it. They don't remember what the Rolodex, Rolodex is. Yeah, right? yeah. Exactly. We do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the okay, the high tech equivalent then. To, to well, young I mean, listeners out there, yeah. Rolodex was literally <laughs> a bunch of index cards right, right, that you would right. roll right. in order to find a phone number or name because they were all yeah. in alphabetical order. So they were all attached in the middle at the bottom and they would roll around this like coffee can thing and you would spin it and, and that's how you would find the right. names. I don't know how the cards never fell out. Oh, they, they have those little tabs. Like on a binder. Yeah. Like a three ring binder. So, for yeah. anybody that's listening and not watching, uh, Andre here has a really awesome sweater that I think yeah, you designed. designed yes. And then also a shark t shirt uh, that it says, Fear No Art. Fear No Art. Which is a good looking guest. My most yes. famous uh, um, phrase or slogan is, yeah. is that phrase, Fear No Art, which I came up with in, in the 80s. and um, it was used by the presidents, against the government, for the government. Uh, hundreds of, literally hundreds of... Uh, trademark? Trademark. And literally hundreds of museum gift stores. Yeah. There hundreds of them. The last, well, WACMA here in L.A. sold the Fear No Art button straight for 21 years. Wow. wow. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So... So you're a big-time artist. Yes, I, I, have, I, I have a long list of very yeah. famous... Uh, you worked most, with Elton John? Yeah. And uh, but things like that in the media. So so I'm I'm famous. I feel in the me in the generalized media. Yeah. I, I can get on the, if I got something to sell. I can <laughs> get on because w what goes with me are all these celebrities that I've worked with over the years. And thank God, all those situate those. And I haven't done like I don't think I've done tons of them. But the ones that I've done have all have all become like big deals and they never go away. They just, they just keep getting bigger as the years go on. And yeah. because of, I've, I found because of the technology and because of YouTube, especially, yeah, nothing goes away. <laughs> and it's instantly, no. you can come back. You don't have to look for an article. You don't have to dig up something. Everything is there. Yeah. So that's been, that's been very, very helpful. Yeah. And so when I, when I, um, when I was looking at these characters and the NFT thing, I, I thought, well, my shark character, that would be, I, that would be great for an NFT. Yeah. So I happened to be working on a, getting a gig this last year and I, and, and, and uh, Dave, Raven Dave was already there and we met and lo and behold, we're both at the brewery and I said, well, I have these sharks and there's a mural that I have in front of my place, the brewery, which he walks his dog by. So he was familiar with that. And it was also a shark show that I did at this, mutual place that we were both working with 
And he said, yeah, sure. And, um, you know, a couple of months went by and then fi- and then he decided to start the, the, uh, conversation, attack, the shark attack. Oh, the shark <laughs> to, attack. To, to okay. Cool. The strategy was going to be. Yeah. And the first thing he came up with, which I do think was brilliant. If I thank you very much, but that, that was a catalyst. I, I believe this first reach out and can I just, because yeah. it, it was all kind of magical how, yeah. how fast this is. And that's why I, I've had a kind of reticence because I'm, I'm doing, I've got to get on the rooms mm-hmm. and talk about the project and stuff. But I, 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 I've been, I have been talking a little bit, but I, but I've been listening a lot, seeing what the protocol and stuff is, because I feel kind of, um, um, I don't know, um, a little self-conscious because I, I feel that our, the story, uh, the way it's gravitating, the way it's building, the way it's moving forward, it's kind of like a showbiz story or something. I mean, it's kind of, in a way, a pl- pleasure and easy because I'm listening to what people have to go through. Because it's not easy putting up these NFTs. Uh, no. You know, people think an NFT, oh, yeah, you just whip it out and throw it up on the air and uh, people just appear and you make a million dollars. Well, it ain't like that. It's very involved. Yeah. Very involved. And so, thank God, I, I, I met Dave first and we're partnered on this. And so his first strategic idea was to reach out to what I've understood. Now, the, the proper name for this thing is cause, is a cause partner. So he thought to reach out to some kind of ocean uh, conservancy organization or something. And the, the first one that we, we got a hold of was in England. They were very nice. They'd never done an NFT. They were aware of NFTs, but they never done an NFT. So blah, blah, blah. It kind of, whatever, it didn't happen there. But right on top of that, the second one, the second one, he reached out, magic, magic happened. And we reached out to a fabulous, a fantastic, I mean, even if I wasn't doing the artwork or whatever, as a citizen, as a human on the planet, couldn't be involved in a better, a, a, a better, um, um, I don't want to say charity. What's this is organization. Organization. Yeah. 501c3. Uh, 501c3, nonprofit. right. Yeah. This organization called Beneath the Waves. And they're, I think they're headquartered in either Washington or Virginia, Virginia something yeah. like that. And um, they're a fantastic uh, ocean conservation organization that has several different uh, mandates that they work on. And guess what? One of their big mandates is, guess what? Sharks. Sure. Shark preservation. Wow, cool. So, so that, that, was, cool. that was a natural thing. Man, they've got, they've, they've got submarines. They do, well, they work all over the world, but a lot of their work is in the Bahamas yeah. because there's this whole thing, which I never heard about before, this thing called blue carbon, which are these plants. Uh, yeah, it's, it's not well, it's, it's uh, some kind of the seagrass. So like, seagrass. Just like forests, right? Just like forests above the water, right? There's these underwater forests of seagrass and... Um, and, Kelp and yep, exactly. Yeah. They live, and it's mostly surrounding uh, the Caribbean islands. Okay, and, and the Caribbean islands uh, are being targeted by offshore drilling and big oil okay. to come in. And there's ton, you know at times usually poorer nations, so they're going to offer them money, and they're going to take it exactly. Yeah. And <laughs> and and how they found this it, seagrass, but it, it turns out the seagrass is like extremely important. To the overall environmental uh, case, because yeah. it, it takes what out of the, the carbon, carbon it takes carbon the carbon out, out of the water and then and oxygenates it, the water and puts into oxygen the into the into yeah. the water, right? Well, into the water. 
or into the water. We're getting yeah. education so that, here, so that, yeah. So that's their that's one of the really big things is is revitalizing these plants. Yeah. So that's actually so what they did was they they by tracking sharks, right? They would put cameras on on the sharks and they would track the sharks and the sharks would disappear for a couple of days, and so they'd be and like, they well, them. where they are they going? Them. And so they would, they find these underwater forests that the sharks would go and mangroves and, and kelp beds and the sharks would go into these, these areas for days on time. So they discovered these and then put two and two together. And basically, if we can protect these, then we can actually start to change the, you know, the, the, the makeup and, and, and of the ocean and, and conserve the ocean. Yeah. Um, and right. so that's what they're putting together is the world's first blue carbon program where companies can Which, invest in uh, blue carbon credits to protect uh, the right. ocean. That's cool. So this is so all, you found a you found a cause. Righteous. This is yeah. Slowly, did you guys as righteous, ever as righteous as you could get? Did you guys and ever that, work with or talk with Michael Mueller? Remember how he had that big shark exhibit with oh, Toshin? Yeah, no, no. But that would be a good good follow. Well, honestly, but I'll tell you. So um, you you found the shark cause. Very very big. There's yeah, a lot yeah. of there's yeah, so there's many people that are into sharks and all that stuff. So yeah, it, it's funny. You know, doing this and getting in, and putting this out there, it's just tons of shark stuff. You know, in fact, right now there's like three major uh, shark NFT uh, things going out. Baby shark. Oh, uh, there's a whole <laughs> baby <laughs> shark. Anything baby shark from YouTube. Right. Baby shark. Yeah, I think they so. just launched yeah. a project. Uh, they did last 10 month. billion views on YouTube. First yeah, video. So they I can't imagine how those NFTs are going to go. Oh, I mean, my, yeah. oh my god. Because they just came out with their first NFT. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, they, oh. they, they, I think they showed it at uh, Basel. I think was their yeah, first yeah. thing or something. Oh like wow! That. Yeah. Oh damn. Yeah. So anyway, so anyway, so so that 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 domino was established. Fantastic, but then only maybe a two days two days later or whatever, a very short time later, and I'm not sure exactly the story of how Dave connected with our other our technical. A technical partner would be right, right? Well, yeah. Real so, items. so actually, so we connected with Real Items and NFTG prior, just prior, about a week prior to. I don't think it was a week. Yeah, well, it was maybe a day or two prior. Right. It, was, it all happened really fast. Um, because and, and when we connected with them, they had already, <clears throat> they had already been in talks for months. Yeah, they were connected. with Beneath the Waves because oh. Beneath the Wave had already done one NFT and it had been successful for them. So yeah. they were actually looking for a, some a theme, right? Uh, That's they were cool. looking so, for the hook yeah, for their yeah. new NFT. And so, so it's very symbiotic. Yeah. It, it all comes together. It was together. all at the right time at the right place. It was yeah. a silver platter. It was it was That's literally, awesome, yeah. I mean the the truth of what perpetuated it was needing a strategy, trying to figure out how to break in, and then also hitting the point of crypto meets DeFi. Where now all of a sudden, um, it was it was just literally what happened was I ended up in this room, and the guy that was hosting the room I happened to be with the night before from a party or there was some something there was some art show, and and he's like, got to get in on this project. I'm like, okay, what is this project? Who are these people? What the hell is DeFi? I think I know a little bit about DeFi. I was like, you know what? And, and they're like, well, we're going to create this guild and this art gallery. And if you buy a membership, you get four NFTs and we're going to commission um, artists to do. And so then once I heard commission, I was like, hmm, <laughs> you're, you're stroked up. Yeah. Right. 
<laughs> so um, at that point, the idea was, well, if we buy a membership, then we can pitch for the commission. And in the lease, we're going to learn how to do DeFi, whatever that means. Yeah, yeah. So worst case scenario, we end up getting four NFTs out of the deal. Okay, that sounds good. And then that was enough to then quickly, we put together like a one page of what this idea was of what we were trying to do with the sharks and, and then just bought a membership, uh, pitched it on the discord. And then, you know, a couple of days later, the next day, just randomly, like, like clubhouses were so random, the phone just turns on. Yeah. Right. And like, all of a sudden I hear my pocket talking and next thing you know, I'm, I'm in this room and it's, it's the people that we just bought the membership from. And the people that we just tried to pitch for the commission, and they have some scientists <laughs> up on stage, and they're giving them a commission. And so we're like, okay. And then the scientist happens to be the world's most foremost ex shark expert. And you're like, oh my God, this is it. Like, I need to get onto this stage. Like, right. so then you kind of swim your way up to the stage. But by that point, they're talking about like fucking technology and all this shit. And the conversation was so far from art. And I'm like, like that kid in the back of the room that just wants to like shag in high school and you're just like, ooh, 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 you know, but like this is in clubhouse so they can't see you and you can't like make those noises, but you're just like, like trying to talk and like, I got the mic, but I can't just say anything. And finally, like this thing opens up and I just like dive in and it's like, hi, like we're part of the group that left the proposal about the sharks and like, I don't know, I said some rambly gobbledygook of words that happened to be the right words and next thing you know, the shark scientist, um, Dr. Uh, Dr. Gallagher. Yeah, Dr. Austin Gallagher. Yeah, right. Um, you know, uh, back channels us and he's like, that's dope art. Love the <laughs> sharks. Would love to connect. I'm like, ha, yes, that worked. I don't even know what worked, but something <laughs> yeah, worked. Right. You know, and then from there, we, we had a meeting with them. And unfortunately, they were partnered already with NFTG. And then, and then everyone's like, yo, the art is amazing. How's it work? And I'm like, is that... Oh, okay uh we'll get back to you so yeah. you know took a, took a couple of weeks off and we we're just yeah. like okay how does this work and just you know pieced it together to come up with three different collections and and andre has original uh paintings so we're like well what if we take a painting and combine it with an nft and then if you buy the nft that's also the painting you get a shark that comes with it and so a painting plus an nft is called a fidgetal because you're taking a physical and making a nft twin and so then that digital now the combination of the two is a fidgetal right but we're like well let's add a shark on that and that makes it a eco fidgetal and and then yeah and then if you they can name a shark you, really and then they can even see it you get they have cameras on the shark well that's wow. so hon, hon, so that so, hon, so, so you get to you, <laughs> so you get ahead of it you get ahead right so you then you get the naming rights right and so that becomes a utility but in addition to, and this is what makes it a little bit unique and different, is that through real items, um, so an eco uh, utilifidgetal. Yeah, so it's just eco fidgetal, right? Uh -huh. And so that's the physical plus the digital plus the shark, and and now the shark. What that means is that um, the utility of it. Well, the utility of being able to name it, but it's also through this program that beneath the waves is going to get you donations, yeah. right? And a percentage of each of the sales that go into uh, their overall program of conservation and saving these sharks. So yes, you get the tax deductible benefit so you get the value wow. of it, all but there. you get yeah. to be part of this, this, 
this company, this conservation organization that's helping to save the world and the climate that's rolling out the world's first blue carbon program in a couple of years, and you're in on it because you bought an NFT or a piece of art. And that's kind of the connection. But then in addition, wait, there's more, (laughs) right? Uh, Real items is the way that they, they host the NFTs is that you there's a, a video memory system that 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 is surrounds it right so that you can upload videos to your nft by being the owner okay. so you can literally take a video with andre when you buy the painting and him giving you the painting that you hang on your wall and then you can record that and that'll travel on to the next owner of the nft if you were to ever sell the painting and the nft and you know, say you named the shark and you named it Brandon or you know whatever. Yeah. You know that you're, the next owner is not going to be able to change the name. That'll be ever forever be Brandon Shark, right? In 400 years, because sharks own land, you know, live for 400 years. But the videos would travel with it, and only yeah. the next owner would then be able to see the videos from the previous owner, or that could be your kids or whatever. So you could leave messages, and it's a different way of interacting and engaging with, you know, what would normally just be a, a painting. Yeah. Um, and how, how would you like the utility of that? Or I guess, uh, how, how do you go about that? Adding a layer to the smart contract. So you're amending the smart contract. So there, or you're just adding to the IPFS hash. So it'll be, it, there's it's, a lot of, a lot of jargon. Yeah. There's a lot of, there. yeah, there's a lot, lot of, we'll have to un- so unpack sorry. that, but so there are, so within this, yeah. so this, so there's immutable and then there's the non immutable or the editable uh, content that's yeah. attached to it. So it will be the uh, editable. Yeah. yeah editable. That, 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 that you would then be able to edit. Okay. And that would be, that's gated though by the collector. So the collector can deem, what other content has been added to that is either made public or private. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Um, so it's interesting tackling all of these things because initially too, you know, I mean, it's a lot to unpack. Oh, there, there's so many well, levels. And so before, I think before we even get to the, the eco digital, cause those aren't really going to be they're They're available, but we almost kind of jumped the shark on those in a well, sense. Let me, let me ask you both because our listeners, the, the you're, you're educating them. Yeah. While you're talking, right? Yeah. Some of it they're gonna retain, some of it yeah. they won't. But I guess, how did you guys go about the learning curve with crypto? Getting to this point, yeah. I mean, obviously, you understand your art, you understand how to bring it to market, how to strategize, how to work with it. Yeah. Right. In the digital but space. How did you guys acquire so you the guys, knowledge you have now? With you it. guys like, are what did you do? Well, I'm very much personally. I'm very much still acquiring it. I'm, okay. I'm <laughs> yeah. in, the, in the middle of acquiring it. He, I feel he knows a lot more, uh, you know, information already. But he's our. The one thing I, God, man, listening to these rooms, but I, I hear people that sound kind of like experts to me, and and those experts continually are going, "Oh my God, this is like it's. We, I don't really know. It's all happening so fast and." everybody's seemingly still learning everybody's yeah like, yeah this is yeah all we're like learning moving so fast now that uh very interesting that's yeah. why it's exciting for me in my life you know to get involved in some kind of a thing that's like a movement thing like this that, yeah that feels bigger than bigger than me you know what i mean it's like you're part of something and and um yeah it's very exciting well unbankable countries can now be banked you know yeah countries right. where females couldn't have bank accounts can yeah. now have access to money it's like right. but i think that's part of it though to answer your question right it's yeah. it's a daily thing like what what i'm 
us being in this room right now, there's we're not in five or 10 or 15 other conversations. And so if we were in one of those other conversations, there would be undoubtedly bits of information that you would pick up that now change your perspective of how you look at the world. Right. Right. And that's happening so rapidly that you have to be entrenched in the community to understand what's happening and then jump out to go test and experiment and then jump back in and share your learnings or hear other people's learnings. And, and, and it's literally rapidly prototyping and iterating yeah. um, and, and then jumping in what, to share what you found, hear what other people found, go back to the drawing board, you know, pivot, iterate, uh, fix, solve. And, and then, you know, it's, it's kind of this really weird moment in time in history, I guess, where you said symbiotic, but it's just being, being there, like showing yeah, up yeah, and showing then you get the answers and the answers may change the next day. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and there's no guaranteed one way of doing it. Yeah. Yeah. And so you kind of have to just keep doing it. Otherwise you're, you get lost, like, or things just change. And then suddenly, you know, the market moves in a different direction and you're like, okay, I just came out of my hiding spot. Hey guys, look at what I got. And there's no guys there. You know, everyone's gone yeah. because they're over here. So you have to stay involved in it. And, and it's just kind of a iterative process at the moment. Right. right and now. that process in, in regards to that process, um, moving forward, going and learning and moving forward and going into this commission thing that we got yeah. from NFTG, the 10,000 K um, profile profile. Picture. But the idea to me, you know, reproducing uh, something from not, you know, that many drawings, in, but multiplying that by, you know, 10,000 and did the layer, doing the layer, the trait thing, yep. the layer thing and how that would all fit together. Creating rarity, yeah, now, rarity and all the and metadata all, all, with it. And oh no idea God. what oh that actually God. meant when yeah. we agreed to that, I think. Oh, yeah. he didn't? Yeah, no, well, he so did. He did. I did, but I well, never but done it. You haven't done it yet. No. Yeah. So, but he, but he comes, you know. But conceptually, he, you he know. So did like, you paint layers and deliver them, or did uh, you? I do, and this is interesting, this is very fascinating to yeah, I mean, to describe, because, like, let's talk, you can yeah. talk What's about your process? it. What's your process? Yeah, talk about the process, well, yeah. because that's... It, it turns out a big part of the uh, marketing or, or the story is that um, my artwork, my, these PFPs are actually all What are PFPs? Profile pictures. Okay. So that's like the Just wanted to acronym. clarify the acronym. Yeah, yeah, okay. so PFP okay. is the acronym, just like NFT is, the, is an acronym for non-fungible token. Yep. Uh, a PFP is a... Let's call it a category-ish. <laughs> it category-ish yeah. of NFTs that is kind of the first wave of what's everyone's replacing is your profile picture. And yeah. when you purchase and buy different profile pictures, some people buy it for the art, some buy it for the investment, some whatever, there's a character on it. And, and me personally, I swap out my profile picture based on my feelings or... Oh, okay. The room that I'm going to enter, um, I have a couple. I have a photograph one. I have a uh, earplug one by this designer earplug, um, and then I think I now have like two new ones. But I kind of rotate through them, and then I also change 
uh, on my bio, I put who the who the art is by, right? Uh, so that people don't think that it's I, I made it. You know? yeah. Um, and then that's my way of just sharing and being out there and helping support those artists who, you know, have have work that I use as my profile picture. So now so, that we know that, right? So, okay. So in in my uh, uh, versions of uh, of the shark, my sharks, they're all hand drawn. All ten thousand? No, no. Well, yeah. No, that's right. They are. Well, sort right. because of the well, layers because you're building the it. The original ones that I did, those are hand drawn, and of course, then that's multiplied to ten thousand. Yep. But um, how many originals did you have to create? And did you do it per feature? Yeah. So every so yeah. So go ahead. Can I say? Hi? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could, yeah. Okay. Let's, I mean, it's already out. It's it's already out. <laughs> okay. Like yeah, yeah. you know, so you can see. So, I, so, so let's say I did fifteen. Uh, um, what artist proof art uh, original so yeah so you did artist proofs yeah. yeah like full drawings okay right that had upwards of 10 to 11 traits that we tried to break down to say because these things have to they all have to layer yeah, right. they like all some, start with did them. you guys some, do uh, different sunglasses? Right, like some of them have like sunglasses, some of them don't. Similar to yeah. So he yeah. did 15 yeah. original drawings that each had different characteristics that all fell into 11 trait categories. And a cool. total of about 170, equaling about 170 traits or something? Uh, like I think that. we're at about 150, well, non-duplicative, non-duplicated, I think we're at 140, but then at the end, like when we were doing final 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 rounds uh we added more in from a, like one of our partners beneath the waves like once we got to the final round like two weeks before it launched um and our dev team came back uh, the dev team through real items they came back and, and did a first run of like a thousand and said okay here's 500 here's 500 you guys go through check them out and and see what's wrong and these are all without any rules because you can put rules in there as well yeah. And so then we then added, I think, about 10 or 12 more traits that tied in specifically to our partners, like donors or different, like there's a doctor, so they want a doctor shark. And then, you know, there's a, 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 a resort that they work with um, that really helps out their organization. And so, you know, we included that resort as one of the names um, and then seagrass, obviously there's seagrass because that's important. So we didn't have any seagrass. So we added seagrass in there. Yeah. Um, cool. and then the tiger sharks, and then they wanted a couple different tiger sharks. So for us, you know, we have a complete project at this point, it's just kind of crossing the T's and dotting the I's, but then we decided to add in 10 more, 12 more, 15 more traits. Yeah. But, but that makes it even more like, and, that's and, what made it even and, more and for me as a, I, as an artist, whatever, but, but I've never been involved with anything like this before. Yeah. And, and, and the word, the magical word for me here is this random, is random. Randomized traits. Yeah. yeah. So we've just, we just proved like the first thousand, um, the other night. Did you, well, that was did a you, weeks ago, did you initially ago. get scared when, uh, he said that you had to make 10,000 of these. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> <Right>. just, <laughs> well, I just thought, you know, it's kind of so out. So I'm going to be, it's, it's I'm going to be painting it's, it's for a while. To, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, really, it's hard to actually process that. It's so I, Yeah, ab- absolutely. Uh, it really is so enormous. And and now, and now that I've actually seen those first thousand, um, I'm actually absolutely blown away. Well, and the yeah. 10,000 now subsequently. Because, uh, yeah, from that. 
from I'm visualizing the other. Yeah, well, no, it already came out two weeks ago. But I'm saying like that 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 scale though from that that one thousand, but helps you. Did that help you start to understand how like like what the ten thousand would be? Totally. Yeah, and I and I'm just like overwhelmed by it. Yeah. Because for me, looking at looking at them. you know, because I, I, it's hard to, 10,000, by the time all these layers get on each other, yeah, I, I, it's a hot, because they're all, from the 15 drawings, they're all unique. Yep. They're all individual. They're all unique. And and I and I would say that overall, I mean, of course, we're tweaking them and we're changing this and changing that. But my first impression, overall, the big brush stroke is, my God, man, it's like the, 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 the the randomness is fantastic. It's really and, and cool. It also psychologically yeah. takes the onus off of me because I didn't really, in a way, I did do them. But yeah, I didn't do them because if if I was doing each one one off, I, I would be arranging it this way. Oh yeah. Way. So that is all those decisions are made by the machine for me, and what I've been seeing so far, I'm just freaking out yeah. over how cool they look with the machine. Oh, that's dope. He's showing us photos yeah. for those listening. We'll put some yeah. links to so it in I, the show notes. So it's it, 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 it's like from hand drawn all the way from the hand drawn into the into the technology and it's a combination of that technology and no the technology does what you tell it to do <laughs> yeah that's true <laughs> well I know, but I'm a late that's the program here, right? yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean I, I just say it's kind of magical yeah, <laughs> yeah. well that, that's that's when how I, the, the when artist's I first, mind works yeah. right and that's how that, and that's the beauty of of art right is that people that see the art they think it's just these magic moments and then the artist is like yeah magic moments of late <laughs> nights and and all of this yeah, that goes into right. it but then when you're working with the artist the artist is like oh yeah the, the computer just does it like no the human sits there and, and tells the computer yeah, what yeah. to do after and, many hours of programming and and, and in and, my and in my yeah. in my life my artistic life because i i have been painting since i was eight years old uh, i've been self-employed now for 41 years as an artist yeah um, congratulations um, thank you I'm that's right. an accomplishment man. It's, i don't know how i've done it actually it's amazing it's you couldn't easy. live any other way could you well i get i evidently not i mean it's, it's a lifestyle it's not a it job. is it's a lifestyle <laughs> so but always throughout there ever since i i um well, well I, I got involved. I, I went to a show that was a life show for me in 1964 in Venice, Italy, at this at this uh, Venice Biennale, which is a very big international, still is the biggest Huge, international yeah. art fair thing. But that particular show was, and I was a little kid, but that particular show was, was a show when this guy, Leo Castelli, who was like the godfather art dealer, and yeah. under his umbrella, he was the one that put the whole American pop art movement together. He represented everybody: Warhol, Oldenburg, Rauschenberg, all of the Bergs, everybody. <laughs> the Bergs. He was he was the American pop art, and and that and that show at the Biennale in 1964, Venice Biennale, was the first time that the American pop art movement was introduced to the world. Huh. There, and when I went when I went to this show, I mean, I'm still living. I'm still been I'm still affected by that by that show because it brought in pop art it brought commercial art fine art words a uh, tremendous amount of humor yeah all those entities that that I really really uh, uh, uh you know really felt in my soul or whatever that that was my thing and I'm still still was doing that, it. So was I, Lichtenstein so, yeah he was, was he, yeah, he was is he American. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Now, this is all. They were all. That, that one's my favorite. No, he's my pop yeah, as well. Totally. 
they're all American. That's a, and, and I don't American think that, pop art. And I, yeah. don't think, and I don't think there's ever, I don't think there's been that big of a art move that, because that pop art movement is still here. Yeah. You know, so I think no, we are in the middle of pop art right now. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. exactly. Well, these are pop art <laughs> sharks. The reemerging the screen. It's, well, yeah, it's part. It's my story. So the shark is like pop art, and so I always had a thing for like logos, branding, messaging. You know, I always had a thing for that, and I always had a, like a fantasy thing of developing some kind of a symbol, and I've done it overall. I mean, like in the music business. Um, I, I did it as an example for uh, Bette Midler. Okay. Um, started off as an album cover, and then it became all of her merchandise, all of this big stage set, but it was all around this one iconic uh, like cartoon caricature that I, I did uh, for her using like the Rolling Stones tongue as an example of how you, 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 you represent an artist yeah. in, a, in, a, in, a, in another way than a photograph. And you... you the, the the brand always stays the same, but the background always changes. Yeah. So it changes, but it's the same. So my 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 thought on that is that for the audience, they have to work a little bit. Yeah. And that working a little bit, just a little bit, gets them into it even more. So they never forget it. So that so that's always been this big fantasy of mine of, about creating a one thing, one yeah. thing, and and from that one thing, making it go viral before viral became actually. Yeah. I've always thought viral. But before it became the actual viral, the buzzword that it viral. is, yeah, yeah. So, so that's why in in coming in now with with the sharks and and, and having the technology there, the, the platform, it's like the ideal. And the way when I saw the, the the vast numbers of them now, that is absolutely my concept that I've been dreaming about for really decades about that repetitional thing. I love the repetitional thing. And do you, so, do you like what Shepard Ferry did with Obey? Totally, yeah. yeah, totally, totally in that, you know, that kind of that vein. I, I, I just want the closest yeah. that I've come to That's that so far it, really yeah. has been the phrase "fear no art." Yeah. So, um, you know, the sharks have been uh, over the time I've been doing. It, I've done murals with the sharks. I've done billboards and you know paintings, whatever. But nothing, nothing like what's what's happening and what's about to happen. Yeah. In that repetitional thing. So, and, and plus for me. I've always had this this uh, you know this thing about television and the power of television as a medium, and because I, to me always it was always about that light, the yeah. lighted screen, that's like hypnotic. Well, then comes the internet and comes computers and all this, and it's it's all basically still to me a color. You know, it's a TV. What screen. do you think about Samsung integrating NFTs into their televisions? I think it's amazing. You guys hear well, about fantastic. that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. this should be a mode. Sure. I mean, let's hopefully you can get the mode right. I mean, the biggest challenge is is just the reflection. Yeah. Well, so. have you have you seen what async dot uh, art is doing? They're uh, they're adding. Um, so you buy your buy an NFT and it's original art, but there's multiple layers, so you can buy different layers oh, yeah. of that NFT, and so when you're displaying it. If I own that layer, I can change the NFT to my layer. It's it's pretty yeah. interesting. I think it's I've a little little there. too heady. Yeah, currently yeah, for, it's for me. It, yeah, it seems. But I one cool. of the music ones. Yeah, from oh, cool. one of the artists. Yeah. Oh, okay. So and you can go in and print, like basically, you, you people uh, collectors can buy the layers. Yeah. And then you can buy a copy, and your copy is blank, and based on who owns the layers will dictate what the version is that's that's public facing 
And when you have a blank print or a blank record or a blank whatever, you can go in and make a print of the version that's public know, facing at any time. Wow. Yeah. That is, I so just... they did that for, for art and then for music. So it's, it's definitely... Mind-blown emoji right there. Yeah, that's yeah. wild. I, I mean, and, and that's where you're going to start to see more yeah. and more because even, even with this, right, like doing this project and putting together all the different layers, we have a foundation, and, and quite frankly, it's, it's a new way of making art. Yeah. So now I understand right, yeah. Andre's process. He understands right my digital process and now we can scale prints at a at a rate that'll make warhol turn over in his grave oh, yeah. he's still alive <laughs> yeah so he definitely why, liked the main so, so he's not I'm, just I'm very much yeah. in the in the middle of it in my head yeah. it's like hard to process really so because, because it's so like i see this jacket so and, and everything now like <laughs> yeah, i look yeah. at it in a different perspective right. of how you can make prints and art and 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 it's not about yeah. making like millions and millions. Sure, we can make millions, but it's about that concept of the layers. And 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 for me, like my background, I grew up in printing. Like I I was I, I grew up in newspaper. I worked. I in make newspaper. block prints as like a form of art. And, okay, so and I like I I used to draw and stuff like that. But I started making block prints because I went to a printer's like shop, and he was like, "You see that rack right there?" Right. He's like, that's money. That's money. That's <laughs> no, money. I mean, you know what I mean? Like I was telling, He's we just... were talking, driving down there, the closest thing to me um, with what's going on with all these images now is the 80s with, with prints. Yeah. Prints and posters. Oh, yeah, and licensing with that, yeah. Licensing, all this stuff was huge yep. in, in the 80s. So I'm, I'm yeah. seeing there like, is a symmetry. This is even that made, bigger. That this made, is even bigger. Yeah, Bruce because, Dean's because career. This, this, you this know? now... Is the entire world? Yeah. Like so that. check it out, right? So Just here's like here's that. so here's the, the here's the quantum leap that's going to happen here, quantum, right? Like here's a quantum layer, leap, yes. and and you've heard the term thrown around Web three, right? Everyone's yep. talking yeah. about Web Web three. I was going to ask right? you real quick. But I'll, so let me yeah, let me just ahead. make this connection real quick. Put a we pin. Can jump back. I'll put a right? pin. Yeah. Is that what you just said, Andre? Just said with with the posters and and the the liking to the eighties and that explosion. Right. And what Web3 is going to enable is the rights management and the licensing and the technology that allows for all of that to happen simplistically in the background and artists to actually get paid and for your money to go to support them versus the pockets of all the distributors and people that in the system. Now there's still going to be that'll that'll So get I created. had that in my list of questions. It's the sexy yeah. unsexy part is the legal. The legal. The ownership side and the provenance, paid. yeah. The yeah. fact that now you have more control over your art. Too. Absolutely. All the way through the whole life cycle of the right. legal, correct? Yeah. Right, amazing. So how did you set it up with this? I mean so give up as much as you want information. Yeah, I mean, wise, we know but... like we, we set this, I think the way that, and, and the way that we're still trying to do this is, is how do we make the ba- the best possible case study that we can help educate people with and run a commercially viable company. Right. right? And, and I think it's, 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 and even the word commercial viability, when you start to look in capitalism, like <laughs> commercial viability is, you know, maximization of profits. But I look at commercial viability is, is, sustainability right so and and my whole thing i left corporate in 2013 after working 10 years um on both the agency and then the brand side 
of alcohol, tobacco, and condoms. Major, huge campaigns. Oh, a lot that of sounds, regulation. In that sounds too. fun. So uh, a lot of regulation. <laughs> Wait, though. Yeah, when you're doing any type of branded oh, messaging. Yeah. Oh, deal with alcohol. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. And so I think all you're, you're you're kind of drawing on 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 all of those pieces when you put together a project like this. But for me, when I left in 2013, it was to figure out a way to have a sustainable career as a creative. Um, and, 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 and commercial viability is being able to sell your work in the marketplace for a competitive price. Right. Yeah. Right. Cause that's what you have to do. And right. so it's hard that's as an artist to that's live reality. Right. That's, to live that's as, it. You yeah, have right. to generate enough income from your art to, to pay your bills. Yeah. Right. And then beyond that, there are different levels, but then beyond that, there's taking that money because it takes money to make art. So yeah. you have to pre-invest into your art. And a lot of projects, art projects, cost money. Like we yeah. put a quarter of a million dollars into making records for, for five years. And, you know, there's no simple way for you to make return on that investment in making music. You no. can't go to school to be a professional artist. Yeah. You can go to art school, but you're not going to come out and they don't teach you the business of doing art, all right, the business of music. Um, and I think that's what Web3, that's what this technology allows. But at the same time, it also requires artists to, art's now got more complicated. And if you don't know it yourself, you have to partner with people that bring these skills to the table. And a smart contract, how it's written is as important as any art that's attached to it. That's so, the difference. So you're yeah. saying agents now... I'm saying are going to have to shift their value proposition. <laughs> anyone that doesn't deliver value that like you take, take the pie pizza pie and split it up into pieces. Right. And all of the toppings on that pie make up, they deliver value. And when you cut up that pie into pizza slices, all slices are pretty like evenly distributed Shit. depending on who made the pizza, you know, maybe, but, but you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And right. so you don't want the donated to charity slice, do you, Brandon? That's you know, like all your... <laughs> not in their is case, it? is it? I'll donate to charity. What oh, are you're you talking such about? A sweetheart. Yeah, but so that's so that's I have essentially a big heart here. you know mm -hmm. what we're trying to do is is create a holistic case study here. And so you know what we did was Andre had X amount of paintings. Um, I have X amount of experience that you know, and and he sells his paintings for Y and. I sell my experience and deliver for clients for why. Yeah. And so, you know, we found an equitable uh, a agreement to say, okay, well, if you put in your paintings and I put in time and resources and combined, you know, we can create um, a certain amount of value. But if we partner with these partners, right, and then and then this partner pay gives us a commission to pay for to cover the cost of doing this. Now we've raised funds, we've created a company, we've both put in enough equity to create, you know, a certain number of collections. And and so it became, you know, pretty, I guess, pretty straightforward as to what to it's do. It's been a wave. Yeah, there you go. It's but the NFTs allow you to write the rules within the smart contracts of how you participate. Yes in that value that monetary value yeah in so perpetuity, that's what we're right? Right. yeah so so at first what happened was andre originally he he had going into this thing he had a uh art gallery show and so we kind of put the heart 
the cart before the horse and jumped into quickly making these eco-fidgetal things, which now in hindsight, you know, we've, we've put on the back burner so that we make sure that we do it correctly so that the contracts re correctly reflect the, the percentages going to the different partners so that if you're buying a 10 ETH eco-fidgetal, right, you see that 10% of that in on Etherscan went to beneath the waves within the contract so that you can screenshot that and use that for your taxes at the end of the year to say, hey, I donated this percentage to yeah. this not-for-profit charity. And so that we don't have to go back and, and audit and say, oh, okay, after this month we did this and we owe you this, but now ETH has gone like this and changed here. And so now it really is like, so we're trying, that's the goal is to get to that level of transparency um, so that the transactions are captured within the smart contract. Cool. So where can people go to find out about these NFTs? NFTs. Or where can they go to buy so, them? So yeah, yeah, so we have so three levels. Uh, the eco-fidgetals are coming. Um, we have the understudy of the water sharks, and that those are really interesting enough. Um, those are, Andre, you painted those 10 years ago, right? In 2012? Right, they were all studies for oil paintings. So these are all on, they're large size. Uh, how big? Oh, I mean, the originals are yeah. two by three feet. Yeah, two by wow, three. cool. But on yeah. screen, they're the size of yeah. your, you know, hand. <laughs> right. um, you can squish yeah, so them or make them bigger. Of, well, like one of them is the one I gave you. One of the oh. images I gave you. That's awesome. Yeah. That's one of the images. Um, so yeah. there's 13 of those. Those will the first the first of the 13 we did do on an open sea contract. So if you go to open sea, you can just type in water sharks and you'll find the Mariposki cool. water shark. Okay. Um, or you can go to sharktails.art. Okay. Um, and shark now, tales yep, art. S H T A L E S. Yep. And, those will be in the show notes and as well. And that, that is web three enabled and you're doing a blind, Not, blind yes, drop. So that is, so or you huh, would have already done already it by done. the time. Yeah, no. So, so at sharktails.art, that, um, is, uh, Web3 enabled. We're in the process of just finishing that up. Um, and all the water sharks and eco-fidgetals going forward will be minted from that site. Yeah. Um, Blind mint? Uh, or, or are you going to be able no, to like pick... Because pick sort of like the randomness and there's going to be a scale? Yeah, they can't be blind because you need to be able to see what it is that you're... Because not all the paintings are equal. Yeah. So yeah. each one is truly unique and, and individual. So there may be. And because there's a, a fidgetal component, if you buy this one, then you get the painting with it. Or if you buy the painting, you use the NFT as provenance. So the, so, like what? so, so, okay. So real quick. So just to clarify. So there's, <laughs> yeah. so there's three we tiers. <laughs> uh, there's three tiers in the collection. Copy. The first tier is the eco fidgetal. And that is the painting with its twin. Right. So the NFT doesn't separate from the painting, the painting and the NFT travel together. Yeah. And, and then the shark naming um, and the shark, that'll be that's part of it, too. Cool. So that's the first level. And those start at 10 ETH, but those aren't currently for sale. Those are will be down the road as as we make uh, that'll be probably more into the springtime. Cool. Um, the second level are the water sharks. And those are available via sharktails.art. Um, and that'll either be directly from a contract um, for editions for 2 through 13. And the first one the first one is actually just OpenSea. Yeah. So that's how you connect uh, to there. 
And then finally, the third collection is the 10,000 um, profile picture, and that's exclusively only for NFTG members. And that you have to have an NFTG membership, and you go to nftg.live. Um, there's still some memberships left. I think they're 0. 0.0888 um, ETH. And when you purchase the membership, you'll get the membership. And then you, once you get the membership in your wallet, you go back to the nftg.live page. Uh, again, connect your wallet. They'll recognize that your membership is in there. And you will have, uh, I'm, I don't remember exactly how many days, but a, a certain six months or something time period to print or to claim your uh, your shark, your shark tail PFP. Awesome. That's awesome. Andre. And that'll be a so we're, original one of a kind yeah, hand painted uh, shark. Wow. Um, and I, I, I think we're, we ended up with about 165 traits, maybe 170. That's amazing. Um, and the, got yeah. a lot of room to play with. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, and actually, overwhelming is the word. It is overwhelming. Yeah, and then we did do allow two derivatives so that you can, you know, play with your shark and yeah. and chop it out and put it on different backgrounds and 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 really kind of yeah make it a little bit more ownable. Um, and then I there may be some stuff coming down the road of uh, another extension to the project. There may be some staking or mating who knows you know there's i yeah. think there's there's room for gamification like a, a play to earn aspect yeah, yeah we're looking at different different aspects um of how we can you know obviously legally um but continue to add value um to the project yeah um and and then i think in the future we also see it you know being animated and storylines and that's cool yeah you know cool. i think adult tv is a is is a pretty appropriate place what do you think andre oh, I, I couldn't agree more it sounds like it's just bound by creativity uh, not huh? adult tv adult swim <clears throat> adult swim we're yeah, talking again, we're talking plushies the personality of these uh well sharks. i mean and that's where i think we're open too yeah you know you yeah, said just plushies like plushies, yeah, plushies but, right, right. yeah yeah well but i don't i like the adult version a little bit okay because I, I, I feel that these sharks could be adult are, toy well yeah, i don't know could be could be <laughs> there's a rabbit but, is there a shark <laughs> yeah. but, I, but i look but i look at these at the at the shark character and, and the execution of, of the shark uh let's say motif or whatever as uh as comedy as humor that's yeah, that's yeah. very very important to me as a humor thing and so I think they are very, very comical. They're obviously the colors and the vibe of them, the overall vibe is very, very up. It's very positive, very in your face. But at the same time, I do feel, and that's by seeing so many and seeing how they translate randomly and all that stuff. Bottom line, it's like they seem to be indestructible. And they're, they're like really, they're serious. <laughs> they're, he you know what I mean? They're strong There's a lot of knocks me. on wood. They're, they're, yeah. they're like, yeah. they're not just la di da. They're, they are, they have an attitude. And and they're to me they're adult and that's why especially in the comparison to these other sharks that I that I've recently seen out there now the competition or whatever that have all come just I mean through that Art Basel oh yeah, yeah. I mean that's what the, the shark, baby shark and there's another big shark thing and another shark but they they all have the same animated anime that that very very uh, it's all so done everything's perfect yeah and and there's that one look and they all have that one look. Um, and and that's where mine I do mine is different and that is, is technically different in the look the vibe of it is different from all those yeah. animated looking things. Well, yeah. and and I think 
Andre also broke the, so because everything the profile picture is a specific type of profile picture. It's a three quarter like yeah. square headshot, right? We're all used to profile pictures, um, and so he put the entire shark in there. Yeah, and then the backgrounds change as well. So there's there's a couple well, different layers and approaches, you know, to kind of the intricacies of of I don't want to say it wasn't breaking the fourth screen but it definitely broke the mold and and did so in a, a unique fun way and i think that's what really makes these profile pictures different well, yeah, in that in that regard the standard one my the, my backgrounds are seemingly are are important as well yeah so the backgrounds are working with the main featured uh image which in a lot of these nfts i see the backgrounds can just go um minimal or they have yeah. no backgrounds yeah. so it's all about the foreground so the comp the, the that that I think is really interesting and actually when it, when he's put together I don't know what do you call that when you put the, all the layers together where, where it all like random, an animated thing random oh, vacation yeah oh we just did like a gif or like a oh line. yeah great yeah, yeah so the shark stays you know in the middle it's the same exact but the movement and you can tell the movement you can tell the different things that come on instantaneously all the different all the different layers. Which it becomes an animated to me, it, yeah. it becomes like an animated piece. It's very, very exciting. Yeah, and because you can totally make, you can totally everything is moving. The background and the inside of the shark, except the shark itself is stationary, but the inside is moving. The background moving, so everything is moving, and you can still tell what it is. It's yeah. not all just a blob of stuff because all these layers. It's very definitive. I mean, yeah. right? I mean, I'm just, I'm excited just as. Like NFT is a medium as much as it's a tool, but then using this type of process with Andre's style of art is going to allow us to create so many interesting, unique combinations um, at such a potential scale that it's, it's, it's super unfathomable. Well, because the baseline of it is actually pretty simple. I mean, is anything, I mean the, the drawings part of it is actually pretty simple. So I, I see... In that simplicity, it's extremely malleable yeah. to go in all these other directions. Yeah. So it's just one of those things again that this right for the right. This is particularly right for this technology at this moment. Yeah. And and the lit screen and the impact of that and for this particular thing, it's it just like it's meant to be. So I I'm feeling very much that all we have to do. That's not all we have to do, but it's about showing up. It's coming to that to that every day. It's just showing up every day, but all all these components, all these pieces, and and you know, again, when I'm listening on these rooms and how complicated and difficult, people, you know, it is for a lot of people, you know, to put it, this up and all, all that, you know, for this all to come a, a, about I, in, in relatively a short amount of time with all these fabulous uh, team players that we we all just organically seem everybody's on the same page. So that is a that's a big thing for me as well, yeah. feeling like a part of a team, yeah, you know, yeah. team effort, all that stuff. Because again, being a self-involved artist, you know, you can be in your own thing and yeah. forget, you know, the world goes by. And that's it's why like, I, I, I'm very much into collaboration. It's I like being that. in a band. Totally. Oh yeah, it's exactly yeah. like that. It's yeah. exactly like that. And I and I, you know, I really I, you're the singer, you're the guitarist. Right. Exactly. It's yeah. exactly the same. Your programmer so is I, the so bassist. Well, even our partners, like yeah. Our, yeah. Our partner, I mean, they work with a woman from NFTG. And fabulous. I, 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 like, phenomenal, just person, but project manager, yeah. but so like, So she's thinker. the synth player? 
So she's like a synth player. <laughs> exactly. Summer? And then like our partners from Beneath the Waves, like her name is Alex. Um, she does a fantastic job. And then uh, the rest of the, the, whole, the whole team over there, they're super responsive. And yeah. like people get yeah. back and play their roles and show up and and then like, you know, Beneath the Waves working with them and then and Sammy. And then, you know, he's, he's got Jamie who does the social media and then they're able to get feedback and then send it through. And they come back with like great ideas right. and you're like, that's a little extra work, but you know we what? Like, let's guys. do it. Yeah. You know, and then we're with you guys. So it's just, it's, it's absolutely yeah. a phenomenal community and experience. And I think the biggest key takeaway that you have to have, and, and it's crazy because trust no one in the space, right? Do your own research, but trust the process. And the process is just showing up and, 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 and doing what you believe in. Yeah. Yeah. And and then suddenly there's ways of things like kind of working and the universe comes back. And, and so I guess it really is a, a space that's changed my life in the last year, um, year over year, because we almost met basically just after Super Bowl. It'll be about Super Bowl. Yeah, like um, February, March. Oh, yeah, cool. it was Super Bowl when I walked into the gallery and your paintings oh, were up Super on the party. Super Bowl party. Oh, that's right. I had to get, I had to get everything over. over there by Super Bowl because of the party thing. Yeah. And then nobody's wearing masks or anything like that. You know, it was a whole, that was all going on. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, I'm just Those okay. were the old days. Guys, yeah, yeah. Uh, you right. have cool stories and we'd love to keep talking. No, sorry. Yeah. We're running. Yeah. But we do have some questions that we love oh, to ask every guest sure. to come. Sure. Um, is Let me start off with this. How many crypto wallets do you currently have? I just have one, two. Not Which one do you have, Andre? You have what? Coinbase, Coinbase, MetaMask. That's it. MetaMask. And yeah. Coinbase. Right on. What about you, Ray? Uh, let's see. Coinbase, MetaMask, Phantom. Uh, what's Tezos up in? Got got those. What's the Tezos one? Uh, I don't know. Uh, June. Do you have any hard hard wallets? Yep. Uh. Oh, and then there's a Gemini one. There's a Toro one. There's a whole one. Every, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Ledger. Yeah, Cold Storage rock, rocking with the Ledger. Oh, cool. Yeah. Definitely oh, okay. Ledger. Don't buy it from Amazon. Buy it directly from Ledger. Pay the $120 or 129 or What makes you is. say that? What's that? What makes you say to buy it directly from Ledger? Um, because then this way, you know that you're getting it directly from the company as opposed to, so. A so reseller. We, yeah, a reseller. Yeah. You can get something from Amazon that looks like it's, Official and it's been hacked and repackaged and once you put your stuff in there, it's gone. Damn. Um, you know, I, I think that's security that, is that's what he means by trust no one, but trust everybody. Yeah, yeah. you know, trust the process and trust yeah. your instincts, right? Like it's yeah. one of those things where you know, having worked in the uh, alcohol world, you're at a bar, you get a bad beer, your body tells you that it's bad, your mind tells you that, oh, you're you're just probably thinking that it's bad or it's you don't want to be embarrassed for turning a drink. Yeah. Well, your body told you that shit's bad, so don't drink it. So yeah. your 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 body will tell you there's certain things that are bad. A few bad. more it's sips just, and you know, just to make sure. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Depending on how bad they're dirty those lines are. But you know, the point <laughs> is that you have to protect yourself. You yeah. have to like this is a space that's unregulated. There isn't someone that's gonna yeah. come and help you. There's a lot of uh, malicious attacks. There's five hundred and thirty seven password hacks every second, according to wow. Microsoft's CTO. Wow. So protect yourself. Don't click on shit that you're not expecting. Don't click on shit that you don't didn't connect ask your wallet for. To don't connect weird. it to weird places. Like, 
think about in terms of STDs, you know, like yeah. stop yeah, sticking right. your debit card in every, you know, <laughs> ATM machine you see or slot machine you see. Like, come on. We're going to write that one down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. That's a good one. That's a good yeah, one to keep. Good. You know, we, we, we just dealt with a hack and it came from a, oh. a password uh, email okay. phishing scam. So oh. just protect yourself. What about um, podcasts? What other podcasts do you listen to about crypto to help learn? Or do you? I'm not going to lie. Okay. Sense Clubhouse um, has come about in Twitter spaces. It's like live podcasts. And then you can go back and listen to the room yep. if it's recorded. Yeah, so cool. as a podcast, I think the podcast industry really needs to be aware of this and start yeah. to integrate live settings into their podcast streams in order to make sure they're connecting both uh, audiences. Otherwise, podcasts are just going to turn into newspapers. Wow. So no, that's cool. It's a that's it's dope. a good take. Think about yeah. Uh, yeah. and then also the live streaming, the Twitch, right? This yeah. could be on Twitch at this point. People are yeah. then sending in questions, you're yep. doing the questions, and it becomes uh more meta interactive, it, but meta, like more interactive, engaging, a meta yeah. interaction. Yeah. Um mm -hmm. in multiple spaces. Because then this is now happening then in a metaverse, right? So we're yeah. virtually hanging out as avatars in rooms. As people are listening, and then if you're coming a month down the road or listening on Spotify and these old school Web 2 type solutions, it'll be there archived. It's cool. Yeah. But in the moment and Twitch, because then like in the metaverse is one experience, but on YouTube is another experience. On Twitch is another experience. On Clubhouse is another experience. On Twitter is another experience. All five of those experiences need to be coexisting at one time. Yeah. No, it makes sense what you're saying. That's Those are five dope. different audiences. <laughs> um, how do you find the latest information on crypto right now? Same places? Uh, well, me through yeah, and listening <laughs> to these rooms. Yeah. 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 It's definitely the, the rooms. Um, rooms. Tech news around the world. T-N-A-A-W. Yeah, I, was, I was just telling you on the way down. I just read this big article on, on Facebook with this guy predicting uh, this year or whatever. Um, the crypto world and and it, this was an extremely uh positive article oh he was like totally the future of the world economics is crypto. yeah yeah i mean here just a couple so quick it's all over the place i mean it's, yeah. a, it's, a, it's a couple here a couple quick plugs um nfts.tips that was the first community i connected with on clubhouse oh, right. okay. um that community helped uh teach we spent hours upon hours in rooms they still host introduction beginner rooms um, definitely connect a lot of the moderators in there. Yeah. Um, if you go to https colon slash slash nft dot sx, um, that is a great resource that someone built out in the beginning and it's constantly being updated um, of just all sorts of links. Are you on um, are you on Discord a lot? Uh, yeah. I mean we're we, we're there. about to yeah. launch our Discord. We just launched um, I, you know, it's a necessary evil. Um, I'm actually interested. We're, we're testing some solutions where we have our own private server and can run a discord like, uh, application on our own server so that it's not, but it'll be interesting to see what discord does. I think they were talking about potentially going public. They just backed out, you know, they, they refused the deal from Microsoft earlier last year. So yeah. I think it'll be really interesting just to see what they do as a technology and platform. Um, and if they can maintain that kind of below the radar yet getting massive, yeah. you know, adoption type thing. So it'll be interesting. That is. What, uh, 
what coins are you hyped on right now? What type of crypto or technology that crypto is bringing? Um, yo, another room real quick. Blockchain gospel. Every night of the week, low sleazy NFTS tips. <laughs> Clubhouse. Does Twitter, does Twitter have as much educational Amy. rooms like Clubhouse? You know, Twitter versus Clubhouse. Uh, it's a super different dynamic. Um, I, don't, I, I can't really put my finger on the difference or, or an analogy to say what, how one is versus the other, but I think they're both necessary, and you both need to. You need it's, it's more difficult in Twitter because there's less people allowed on the stage, so I think you have to be more actively working your way up there to get in there and then get in and get out versus clubhouse where you can come and hang out in the living room and be on stage all night and say two things or a bunch of things but yeah. it's a little bit different dynamic um in terms of coins you know it's crazy the coin the coin world i think at the end of the day like yeah I'm, i i do have some eth staked for eth eth2 mm-hmm. um obviously bitcoin um uh, have some soul have some avalanche Bought a bunch of stuff in Matic, so I still have Matic floating around. I'm a huge believer in Polygon, um, Tezos, absolutely. So I'd say that you know the top five to ten. Um, obviously, I own some, or no, not obvious, but I still still have some ENS left. Um, super interested to see what that's going on as the DAO, and plan to just stay involved with that. Um, and then, oh, obviously a little Shiba Inu, but yeah, that's, that's been hanging out since the beginning. So yeah. I, I don't know, like the doggy's just chilling down there. Poly Doge, I think is really, really interesting. Um, started off as kind of a meme, but they built out an entire gaming environment and, and that's just a really interesting, uh, a coin that I think is going to be long-term. And, and I would look at, at, you know, then you have Gal, uh, Gala which is interesting because that's the coin that's associated with uh, sports betting. Yeah. Um, and so that's the intermediary coin. I just um, heard about that Nier, one. So Nier is, that, is another is that one. going like crazy then? Is that... No, well, well I, they still haven't launched, but they're talking oh, about launching a sports betting, decentralized sports yeah. betting yeah, anything like application. That, that's that's going to be huge. Yeah, well, um, it's below a dollar right now. So if you're looking for a below a dollar coin, like yeah. I mean, again, this where is not financial you, advice. I'm far from yeah. financial advisor. We, we always put a disclosure before the start of yeah, the podcast. Yeah, definitely not an expert. Know. I don't know shit about that, <laughs> but I do know that like, hello, right? Just read the room in the market, like, yeah. and it's below a dollar. It's where do you pretty... which uh, exchanges is it, is it on? Uh, you can get on on Coinbase, Gemini. Uh, it's gala yeah i think it's gala um you know lumens is interesting uh definitely bought some crypto.com um cro yeah some crow yeah you know i mean do you do you have any raven raven day uh, you know i didn't i i did i i saw that one but i just i didn't i didn't know i don't oh okay so there is I'll no have to tie talk to, to you about raven coin yeah in yeah your name raven I know. Well, they, they, well, that one's the EN, and so yeah. there's still space there. But yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah. I'll have to look at that one. But yeah, that's, you know, like that's my favorite coin. The right problem now. is like the coins. The coins are like that's just a whole nother world. And same thing with like flipping NFTs. That's yeah. a whole nother world. So you, yeah. you like if you spread yourself too thin, and this is something I've learned just as being like a multimedia artist. Like I started making my first digital art when I was 15 right in in 1995 or four or something making fake ids and once i sold my first fake id for 80 dollars, i knew that there was fucking a future in this right yeah 
Is there is the uh, statute of limitations up on that one? Yeah, come come get it. For 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 fictitious, do you buy coins, Andre? Not yet. Not yet. Well, you don't own any crypto. He's no, he's 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 got that, some in there, but USDC oh, love, and a little yeah, Ethereum, and we'll make some moves. Right. Yeah, but I, but I think that's <laughs> the thing though. Time, I got you. I, I got guess it'll been really really fast. Yeah, I'm just this is only five months for me or something. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. Like you could spend like I, I the one thing I've learned in life, and and I've done the opposite is that I've spent a lot of time learning about a bunch of different things. So the time that it takes to mature in that in that like field takes longer right but if you yeah. focus then you get really good at this but then you only are then pigeonholed into that silo so yeah. the same thing with trading like you got to dive into crypto and then spend some time in nft then you get into DeFi, right and then you start to understand kind of the landscape but you also need to understand the technology you have to understand how then the community works and interacts with it so those are five major things yeah. that's going to take you at least a you know a year to, to 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 start to understand maybe two yeah but if you go focus on one thing then you may be able to make further progress it all depends on what your goal is and yeah. and and, yeah. and everyone should have goals relative to themselves versus comparing themselves to other people yeah, yeah. for sure hey my dudes thank you so much yes thank you yeah. very I much all you all guys videos. are awesome hey, no uh, not at uh, all i mean two this people great... this is our first time with with two guests on so we we knew it was going to go a little wow, over fantastic. so fantastic but right, yeah, cool. appreciate yeah. it to you guys. Maybe yeah, we'll have you guys for, on first again. For us yeah. to have two guys on your end. <laughs> hey, no, here we go. Yeah, get us in a couple months. I think come right. come the end of spring, we're gonna be. You know, we'll really know where where these projects sit. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, jumping board. We got Twitter, Instagram, hopefully uh, Discord, and and Shark Tales art. Yeah. All oh. right. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, gentlemen. That was a long show. Yeah, super long show. But it was dope. I don't know if we'll be able to upload the whole thing to... Uh... Oh, are you kidding me? I've seen podcasts that run four hours. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're good. Yeah. No, it was... There was just so much information and so much... Should we do Joe that Rogan was... them and... Joe Rogan? How, how would that work? Uh, I don't know. Talk about our muscles and smoke weed or something. Oh. Maybe eventually. I mean, it's something to work. <laughs> we can work up know. too, you know. I mean, I, I don't yeah. think we're ever going to drop lines with them or anything. No, I, he he doesn't do that. He's no. too into his body. Which ones? Joe Rogan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, he doesn't do that. I was like, which guest? Yeah. I would like to have him on again at some point. Yeah, I'd love to have Joe Rogan on. That'd be dope. No, Raven Davidson We're going to definitely have to check in with them later this year because it'd be cool to see how things, you know because they shared so much information about how the process went. Yeah. How they're deploying it in these three different uh, stages. Yeah. Like how did that all work out? Right. We got to learn some new uh, terminology. Like yeah. Eco utility. Digital. We're going to go back to that, but yes. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. There's just, you know, jargon mixed in with the artist's way of going about it. Right. Correct. Like yeah. there was so much to unpack there. Um, it was just interesting because... And the partnership was interesting as well. Yeah, and how quick it came together. Yeah. I mean, I know the pandemic made a lot of people get super creative, but and 
were in it, not in it, but in LA especially, because that's where everything's based out of, where they're working, mm-hmm. they're in LA. Yeah. So it's been harder uh, with regulation, you know, uh, all the stringent natures of people getting together, depending upon what their points of view are on the pandemic. We're mm-hmm. not here to get into that, but it's just interesting how fast it came together for them at the level it came together for Correct. them at, yeah. you know what I mean? I think they were both looking for something in each other that helped push the project as well. Yeah. And one thing that I caught that I thought was really interesting was uh, when Andre first said, well, we have to find a a care partner. I was like, kind of taken back, but I was like, oh, that that's super interesting to, to add a 5013C component or a nonprofit component into it. Yeah. To a cause partner. I think it was like, you know, and and I, in in the symbiotic way that it became, uh, was it blue carbon? Yeah. So it, well, that's I, what they're working towards. It's beneath yeah. the waves. Beneath is, the waves is the yeah. name of the organization, and they're introducing blue that carbon blue carbon project. Yeah, got it. So that part of it, yeah, I mean, it goes right hand in hand with what he's doing with Shark, which yeah. is why I asked him about Michael Mueller because yeah. he's done a lot with Shark. But yeah, that same token, it was interesting to learn how the ecosystem of what they're working on with beneath the waves. Correct. Yeah. It's cool, right? Because the NFT is a vehicle in that way. It's something that can be used. It doesn't have to be everything in this particular case. It's the platform in which they're able the vehicle in which they're able to carry out these messages. Yeah. I mean, Andre gets his art out. There's value in it as far as money. And then that money could be put to work to, a charitable cause. Yeah. But also on top of that, it can create value for the person who buys it, creates value for the artist and the group of people behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, it. It just seems like there's more transparency into how the money side of it is being distributed mm-hmm. and how it could have a life long after, you know, it's issued and for how many years and then all the different ways they're looking at layering for the future yeah. and how it, there's kind of a lot of opportunity for them to keep adding more content to it. Yeah. Right? Correct. Yeah. I know you I guys were jumping cool. into plush toys. It's funny. But, yeah. But the idea that... And then that he was like, well, you yeah, know, something needs more, to be more adult. adult. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, I know where you went with that right away. Yeah. <laughs> but it's cool, though. Medical-grade silicone and... Well, I mean, think about it. <laughs> well, you know that's a subject we can go down. A different. <laughs> but the fact that Andre the way he was thinking about it and the way that Raven was talking about it, if the content continues, right. Mm-hmm. It's working with beneath the waves, you know, not to be morbid, but after Andre, you know, has lived out his life, it can continue depending yeah. upon the type of content that it is, because the same issue that they're working on, it's not going to be solved like that, no, you know, right sure. away. So if it's a vehicle that helps continue that charitable project, yeah. done through the technology of an nft and subsequently but you know potential dao yeah that's pretty cool and i i, I like how adding in the cause kind of expands your network or your community as well yeah where it, it you you've got a bigger pool a bigger pool of people that care about the you know well, that's the feel-good side of it, right? If yeah. you're looking at it from a marketer standpoint, you're looking like, okay, what's the path of least resistance of bringing the most amount of attention to a project, right? Yeah. And then also the the fact that, like, in the smart contract written in Ethereum mm-hmm. is that 10% 
even if that's resold, is still going to go towards that, yeah. that project. So that part's it's cool in a lot of ways because, as you know, I mean, been exposed to yeah. contracts and business situations don't always work out the way that you'd hope that they'd work no, out for sure. You know, <laughs> we're not going down a rabbit hole with that. No, for sure. But it's dope yeah. that you know you can put that out there today, yeah, and it will live on in infamy. In perpetuity, yeah, of that. I mean, there's gonna. I mean, that's what they hope with smart. That's what they hope. That's what they're hoping. Exactly. You know what I mean? There's. I'm of the opinion that things will evolve. Yeah. You know, or people will find any way to work around certain things. Yeah. Um, it's always interesting. You know, when depending upon the company, like let's say the 501c3 goes out of business or they're no longer around, where does that 10% go? Yeah. You know what I mean? So well to the whatever wallet is. So it's gonna sit in that wallet just yeah collecting money. Where does that then go? Because then because they spoke about it and I like to think of, you know, certain revenue made is a resource yep. to do more with, whatever that more may be for artists, creatives, you know, people who wanna, you know, participate in philanthropy. But in that particular case, if there's that more just sitting in that wallet, where does it go? Mm, philanthropy. You like that word, huh? Well, I just, I like, it makes me hungry for some reason. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I can't answer uh, these questions. Because I, yeah. I have all, I have these mental visuals of you being hungry. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, if you see me, you can pretty much just oh, guess beautiful. that I'm hungry. Are you kidding me? You're a beautiful man. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> you yeah. know, they broke the mold when they made you. That's yeah. the cliche, right? Yeah. I also like how, like, at the end when he was talking about uh, where he sees um these uh, podcasts where he's like they're oh yeah they're like the news i was like oh okay you know we're sitting right here i know know, right (laughs) (laughs) i think it all has it and but they even you know he no he's got valid points though um he's like but they're all different audiences yeah true which they kind of are right now yeah some of my favorite podcasts actually do a clubhouse in conjunction right yeah yeah well actually it's spotify green room you saw that Spotify got rid of their internal studios, right? No. Yeah, they got rid of their Studio 4, is what they call it. So they got rid of all their in-house studio stuff. What does that mean? Uh, I'll put it in the show notes. Okay. <laughs> but for the most part, offline. Well, thanks for joining us, guys. Uh, check us out on all the socials. Yeah, if you find value in what we're doing, please share. You know, We're not going to tell you to smash the subscribe button. No. I mean, that's what we'd like you to do, but to say it seems, I don't know, weird. So Yeah put it this way if we're providing real value and you see that that value can be shared with others yeah it's appreciated share it with others yeah not telling you to share it with others i'm just saying (laughs) we appreciate you how about that i appreciate you all right have a good one till next time thank you again for the recording podcast studio provided by adu west coast and seal beach they turn underutilized garage space and backyards into rental housing units Please visit their website at aduwestcoast.com. The today's show um, is brought to you by Neil Lonzo and Brandon Heath of Fort Brox. Thank you again for listening.